To the cheeseheads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. wish that they had looked like a juggernaut and scored on every single drive and that it didn't matter for this defense. Yeah, but we have known all season that like this is just like kind of what this offense was going to be. And Jordan did not have a great game. He looked really unsettled. I don't want to blame the weather, but like it was windy as hell and you could tell that he was struggling. And I don't really know why Matt like moved away from the run game because Dylan looked like he was barreling and doing just fine, but there, I just feel like this, like for me, the defense has no more grace period. Like I'm out of patience for them. Whereas like this offense gets a grace period. And again, even with a struggle, this like a abysmal first half, they came back to take the lead, right? Like they did it. Um, and, they show like a level of resiliency that they should be applauded for. Like they should have won this game coming back to like, and ref show again, everything possible to like not have them get that score. Malik Heath made an amazing play at the end of the game. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I do think too, to your point about the Giants offense or defense rather is like Wink Martindale is a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. He's a very smart, you know, we talked a lot going to the Chiefs game about Steve Spagnolo and rightfully so, but like Wink Martindale has been around for a while and this Giants defense, while it may not be highly ranked because they don't have like a ton of top talent. And I think a lot, a few of their guys are, Hurt, like, Wink's a very smart coordinator. And you could tell that what he was calling was confusing Jordan. And, like, fair. Like, fair enough. You know, he was blitzing him. He was calling some, like, really confused. And the O-line was playing terribly. They were not doing well against this Giants front. And, like, we've said a lot of this season that there have been a handful of pass rushers that have given them a really hard time. And Dexter Lawrence is absolutely one of those guys. And Ivan Thibodeau also. Oh, a hundred percent. And so again, like they did not play their best. They had penalties, they had turnovers and they're going to have to clean all that up. They're missing a, a bunch of their weapons, not an excuse because they've had injuries all across the season, but they figured it out. Um, it's just, uh, it's just disappointing after watching them look so clean and so smooth the last couple of weeks and have this offense really click. Um, I always say going into a game, if Matt's scripted plays, the first two drives don't work. We're in for a long night. Yeah, absolutely. And a hundred percent. And so when you punt on the first two drives, you kind of know it's it's going to be a long night. And it's really – it's this team still has a lot to work on. And I think one of the biggest challenges right now that I'm seeing is as soon as they move backwards, it's like a drive ender. Yep. You know, you get that false start on that first drive from Elton and it's like – 
they can't overcome that. And, and they have to learn how to do that because it's, it's going to happen. And it was the beginning of this game was full of flags. And it was almost like as soon as that first quarter, like really wonky first quarter happened where they were moving backwards. It's, you said it, like it was just a bit of a spiral. Um, They have to be able to figure out how to overcome that. I think one of like the glaring issues with Joe Barry and not to go back to this is the way that we talk about other coordinators, right? Steve Spagnuolo, Wink Martindale, they understand Jordan Love is a young quarterback. There are certain things we can do to rattle him that wouldn't rattle a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. And then it comes to Joe Barry, who's playing an undrafted quarterback, making his third start, having been sacked 12 times in two weeks. And he doesn't adjust for any of that. Like that's, I think the, the glaring issue here is the inability to make a change. And I think that's kind of an indictment on the entire Packers organization, right? We've seen it, their inability to kind of make changes before it's too late. It was, you know, the Keyshawn Nixon story last year as a returner. And then all of a sudden he makes an all pro, like, I don't know what it is with them sticking to their guns so much. We talked about it with the offensive line earlier this year, and then they started an offensive line rotation. All of a sudden they were getting better production from their O-line. Like, it's just kind of a weird self-inflicted thing here with the Packers that it feels like we keep going back to where once they figure out something that works, they they switch it or they it takes them too long, you know, to overcome some of these issues when they could have, you know, maybe put away a couple games earlier in the season. But just, yeah, I was really disappointed by the performance in the run game, honestly. I know Aaron Jones is hurt. He's been hurt most of this season. That wasn't an excuse. This was like, I think they were giving up like 4.8 yards per carry all like going into this game. And the Packers got six first downs rushing like all game, 12 passing first downs, just the uneven distribution of where the ball was going and what plays were called was just so confusing against an opponent that if you had studied the way that you should have studied it, it felt like the answer key was right in front of you. I agree with you. I, I thought going into this game, like just run the ball. They have a bad, bad, like defense, uh, rushing defense. And like the one thing the giants do well is pass rush is blitzing you. And like, you cannot blitz if you're just running the ball consistently. I'm like, this is AJ Dillon's season. And we lauded him for the first month of the season. He is playing great football right now. He is rumbling and rolling and he looked great when he had the ball in his hands. And yet even still, it's like, he's get he's running back one now. And so he's getting the Aaron Jones effect where he's like not (laughs) getting enough touches. Um, because like, even still they're like using Patrick Taylor and I'm not really sure why, like I no hate to Patrick Taylor, but like you were on your couch like two weeks ago. Like I'd rather put the ball in AJ Dillon's hands in this scenario and just run it. Right. Um, just run it. You're right. Like the answers were there all night and it just got a little too cute at certain points where I'm like, we don't need another jet sweep. We don't need another end around, like just run it, keep running it up the gut. Even on the last like game winning drive, I was like, you can just, you don't need to keep throwing the ball here. Like you can literally just run AJ Dillon. And 
again, I'm not blaming the loss on the offense, but if you're thinking about this whole like clock management scenario at the end of the game, you run the ball there and you score with 20 seconds left on the clock instead of a minute and 20 seconds left on the clock because you ran the ball, you probably win, you know? And, and again, like I'm not like butterfly effect, but I'm just thinking about like some of the play calling choices here and 